Hello and welcome to the Sunday podcast. My name is Charles and this is Samir. Yes, hello. We've got an exciting episode today with a brilliant guest. He's an entrepreneur who started from very early. In fact, some newspapers have reported on him that he was making as much as £50,000 a year from selling just sweets in school. That's crazy. We've got the wolf of Wolfenstock, Nathan John Baptiste, where we talk about his business ventures, the ups and downs, troubles he's had with the crowd, his journey to finding God and more. Yeah, this is a young man who is truly inspirational. Um, so we know that you're going to love this one. Let's get right into it. My name is Nathan John Baptiste and you're listening to Someday. Our guest today is someone that we see as a true embodiment of the Alpha Baptist message that no matter what your start is in life, if you are willing to work hard at something you're truly passionate about, someday you will achieve your goals. It's probably no surprise then that actually our logo's emblem is a wolf and our guest today was nicknamed as the Wolf of Wolfenstone. He's a businessman second, but a man of God first. It's the Thank highly you. inspiring Nathan John Baptiste. How Thank are you? you? So Jesus. much for the introduction, Samir. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Truly. And by the grace of God, I'm well. Thank you for asking. Yourself? Very, very good, man. I'm really good. And thank you so much for coming on the show. We've, we've been looking forward to having pleasure. you on for, for a while. It's a pleasure. No, thank you for inviting me. I truly appreciate it. Glad to be here. Yeah. Actually, what you might want to know is when we, when we first came up with the idea of this podcast and with it being an inspiring kind of podcast, uh, when we first set it up, uh, we wrote down a list of guests we wanted to, to be on there. You were one mm -hmm. of the first names we wrote down yeah. on that list. Thank you very much. I actually appreciate it. No, thank you so much for that. Yeah. Um, and of course, the, the main reason is actually because of initially your, your, your actual story of how you got started. Um, so start off with that then. So, so where did you find your passion for, for business? I think from young, for me, it was something where I knew that there was no one else I was going to give me money to be honest with you. So the you know, passion's always been there just to earn money. So growing up, yes, I had very supportive parents with love, you could say, but then again, it wasn't something where I was fed with a silver spoon in my mouth where I'd ask something and I'd get it, you know. Sweets were a treat, <laughs> um, you know, like in terms of, you know, people couldn't ask for anything and they get it. You know, it's not like one of the things where we had very flamboyant gifts and all that kind of stuff. It was just a very loving household. But at the same time, we needed to always find our own way to make money so for me I did go around to asking people to hire me and nobody wanted to take me on but also I always had the option to go down another path as well and I guess I was also guided in the right direction through sort of mentorship programs when I was younger I met people who went down the wrong path and they spoke about how they turned their lives around by getting into property development and entrepreneurship and from that age of very young I'll say about 8, 12 I was always take it very serious. You could almost call me a legal hustler. You know, always trying to find ways to make money, whether it be selling cakes, whether it be selling sweeps, whether it even be, well, of course, as you guys know the story, um, but also even through, I would say, car boot sales, cutting people's hair, selling soaps, whatever it was, you know, I was always just trying to find a way to make money. And as I said, I tried to go around and ask people for work and they wasn't interested in hiring me at all. So where there's a will, there's a way. And where there was no door, you have to create that door, don't you? So Absolutely. I created the door and just did it myself. Amazing. And that's where, yeah, the business came in. 
No, I, I, I first heard about you, I don't know Charles, but I first heard about you uh, I remember a while back now, I saw these news stories about you making a lot of money uh, when you were in school from mm-hmm. selling sweets. I, I can't remember the exact amount of money, but it was, it was a huge sum of money. How, how mm-hmm. do you go about making that much money from just selling sweets in school? I would say consistency. Anything you do is consistency. And if you can scale it up as well, because sometimes we can think too inside the box. You have to think outside of the box. And as humans, we normally follow the direction of what other people do a lot of the time. And we always think that's the way to do it. But if you can think outside of the box and think, how can I make this different? How can I make this industry different? How can I do this different? You're going to get a different result. So for me, when I saw what everybody else was doing, I thought to myself, if I can do this differently, then I'm going to get a different result. So obviously scaled it up, started with myself. And even to this day, I still have that mindset of how can I do it different? So I started with myself, obviously, and then saw the potential to also hire people, you could say, because I always knew that other people wanted to take money as well, like myself. And they were in school and they wasn't really enjoying it too much. You know, they always wanted, they were hungry as well. So I saw that sort of opportunity there. And thought, you know, scale this up, you know, build something that nobody's built before where you actually have employees doing it. So making money work for you. So I think I've always had that mindset of making things work for you, a system. So that's how I did it overall, making a system and just seeing how I could differentiate myself from the others. Nice. Was, do you, would you say that motivation was ever like an issue for you? Like, was there one day where you feel like I can't do this anymore? Or what, did you ever, ever have to motivate others to, to carry on doing, doing, doing what you were doing? I think when you've got a vision, nothing's going to stop you. Vision is literally the art of seeing what's invisible to others. So because nobody sees your vision at first or you haven't got everybody seeing your vision, no matter what happens, if somebody around you is not motivated, you're still going to push. Even when it comes down to, I would say, people that I was working with, if they weren't motivated, I would still be pushing. But they were always motivated. You know, they were always happy doing it. The demand was very high anyway. So... It wasn't something where they ever got dismotivated. But even if they did, you know, that would not stop me anyway. And I feel like even me, some days may be more difficult than others. Sometimes I feel tired. And it gets like that. When you're on a journey that can last for so long and you're still not seeing the results you want to see. For example, I sort of some of the results some days, but some days were worse than others. So it's that vision. If you've got a vision, you're never going to stop. The drive is just too much. God put something inside of me and inside of you, inside of anybody that when you have a dream, you just cannot stop because dreams are not from us. They're not from just random places. They're from God. So when you have that vision, when you have that dream, there's something inside of even you guys doing this podcast, for example, there's something inside of you guys that is pushing you to other people. They wouldn't be interested in pushing because maybe that's not their God giving destiny. But for me, it was a destiny. Maybe I didn't know it then, but it was a destiny that I just kept pushing to do, mm. kept pushing for it. So I can never, ever quit on that dream or that vision 100%, 100%. Okay. I believe that I believe that 100% definitely for you so far because uh, you've done a lot of things you've done a lot of businesses you've done lots of ways to make money what would you say has been the biggest life lesson you've learned so far in your life be aware of people that are only there for what you have and not who you are because sometimes in life that when you get to that success it's not so much getting there that's the big issue It's not getting there. It's maintaining it. Because getting there is not the hardest part. It's maintaining it. For example, you could go to the gym, get the best fitness, but then 
when it comes down to maintaining it, that's the most difficult part. So a lot of the time when you get there, you really you have a lot of people I say that come around you. You know, it's just natural. It's just natural. It's like you are like other people. So a lot of people, you know, see you as someone that can light up their life. You know, and it happens. You know, it happens. And I'm talking about people that have that I don't know whatever in them that just see somebody with success or see somebody that has something going for them. For example, you guys. For example, when this podcast blows up and I have a lot of faith that will do very very well in the future and it really is doing very well I've seen the guests that you have on and I'm talking about millions knowing about this millions you know you'll have a lot of people that come around you that want to be around you that want to be on your show that want to just be friends with you or so-called friends because of what you have not who you are and that's what happened with me a lot of people came around me like vultures leeches and just latched on you know and I didn't realize that they were only taking from me whether that be expensive meals out, whether it be coming down to my office, whether it be finding ways to make money with me, using me for clout, whatever it may be, I just realized that, I didn't realize at the time, but when I lost everything, that's when it almost was like I lost myself. And when I lost that, it's like they all went. They all went. Maybe that's why I felt like the money made me or the mm. success or the, the small amount of money or the small amount of success made me. Because now when I look back to some people, that was a lot, but to me, you know nowadays that capitalism and that materialistic side isn't isn't a lot to me you know so yeah that's what i would say be aware of people that ha only want to know you because of what you have and not what you've got so yeah that's my biggest lesson i would say this is bck and you're listening to someday how did you deal with those those people now because i i, I believe that you're 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 like you're growing back up so i i, I you, I'm, I'm assuming that you don't like you. You find a war, um, find a way to like avoid those people or, or, mm -hmm. or your own solution to to those people. What would you I would say, say just always loving thy neighbor as thyself. You know, Jesus says, "Love thy neighbor as thyself. Love your brother, love your sister as yourself." So I understand why some people can be like that. And look, at the end of the day, we're all here on earth because we all have some kind of value. You know, we do have value. You know, God has a plan for our life. So I, I always understand that, you know, talking with people, it's like, you know, we're always going to be there to trade. Even, for example, doing this podcast, you know, you guys are great guys already. You know, I can really tell that even speaking with Samir a lot as well. Great guys. And I know you guys will be people I'll be in contact with a very long time. But then um, it's like we're here also exchanging value. You know, you're giving value. I'm giving value. So some people, you know, are there to help each other rise. But I'm always aware of those, I would say, who are just there to take, 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 take and never work to give, you know. So that's what I mean by people just taking because of, you know, what you've got. So with them kind of people there, I'm just very cautious. I show them love, but I never get too close, you know, never get too, too close with them. That's my mistake. I've got a very kind heart. So I've got close with people mm -hmm. in the past and it's messed me up, you know, and it can mess a lot of people up, you know. Sometimes you can get burnt, you know, by getting close, too close, sorry, to the fire. So that's what happened to me. But that's what I'll just say, be aware. You know, that's that's for me. I was aware. I'm aware now. Listen, it's, it's good because I think, you know, I'm sure you, you'll grow even bigger than you did previously. And I think now that you've learned that lesson this early, you're sure to never make that mistake again. So it's quite a quite a blessing at the same time. Definitely, most definitely. So um as I said, you've run a lot of businesses. Now you've you've recently gotten started on this new uh, business, mm -hmm. which you were showing me just, just yesterday, Legion Excel. Uh, yes. I, I was really impressed with everything you were showing me yesterday, uh, all the different platforms it, uh, it has Thank within you. it. Um, do you want to just tell our audience a little bit about this business you've got? 
most definitely. So the business itself is giving people opportunities to maximize possibilities in their career or whatever they're doing. Even if they're focused on one main industry, it still has opportunities which allow them to excel. And where we're so many, and where there's many of us working together, hence the name Legion, Excel, where we are able to succeed together. Now, this platform is inspired by, I would say, us seeing so many different companies out there, so many different industries, and us also being in those industries as the journey of our lives have gone on. And we realized that there's something out there that's missing. And it's things under all one roof. Everybody's always jumping from opportunity to opportunity, business ventures, a business venture, they're always getting in and out of industries, you know? But we thought, why not? If we've got so much experience in these large industries, why don't we revolutionize them? Why don't we innovate them? Why don't we change the way that's done? And we have them here at Legion Excel so everybody can prosper on them. So we built the platform for people to prosper on. And now we overall, are the goal is to change lives worldwide. No matter what background somebody comes from, no matter what they're involved in, no matter what industry they're in, we have something for them. So obviously some of the products and services we went over yesterday, as you know, Samir, the platform has got so much to it. Uh, I think trying to explain it all on here would take me about at least 10 minutes. So all I would say is anybody interested, feel free to contact me and we can most definitely take it from there. You know, so Legion XL, we are truly revolutionizing and also innovating the largest industries in the entire world. And it really is a platform for you to prosper on. And we are the most affordable platform in the entire world. You'll never find a platform better priced than what we have here at Legion XL. So please do get in touch as it's not about the money for me anymore. You know, that's, that's why we built the platform. It's not about the money, because if you can't help somebody and you're not leaving a legacy behind, how does that bring you happiness? You know, there's a lot of businesses out there that just always are taking money from people, taking money from people. But they, are they actually helping them? Are they truly helping yeah. them? Not just to make money, but I'm talking about them also mentally, spiritually, physically. Like, you've got to have something where you're giving all areas. You know, you've got to nourish a person in all areas. So um, Legion Excel is definitely that. And you're succeeding together with people. So, yeah, we're going to be big, hopefully, by the grace of God. Worldwide, millions of lives soon. Millions of lives will be impacted. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. actually amazing. Like, um I feel already. Sorry, how long has it been around for, by the way? Literally, we just launched. We just launched over mm -hmm. uh, four weeks, so about a month now. Only a month. Oh, we built the platform over a year's period. It's taken a long time to build. Taken a long time, sorry, to yeah. build. But now we finally launched this year. It's crazy because the the whole platform covers pretty much any industry you can think of. And I was mm -hmm. I was blown away. Even like so, I remember you were showing me the list of uh, services you have your courses available for people to, to sign up to. And I remember you saying to me that. Um, you can think of any uh, course, any type of topic you can even think of, and it will be there. Uh, while you were presenting it to me, I was thinking of different uh, areas that could possibly not be on there. And uh, when I think of it, I'm just there. It's, it's on the list. Uh, I was so amazed with just how much it actually covers. Genuinely, a, a platform worth someone looking at if they want to do improve their life oh, a little thank bit. You. Thank you, truly, for Samir. Thank you for that, truly. That's um, giving me, I would say, even more motivation to get out there to people. For you saying that yeah. as well, and you saying that there's so much on there, it made me want to sort of tell more people about it. So definitely anybody watching, feel free to drop me a message, you know? Yeah. Definitely. definitely. So, where, where can they drop your message to? How can they get in contact with you? Well, I'd say if they, if they join the company, you know, well, if you join the company, Samir, as you were speaking about, essentially, then they could even, you know, ask you, because obviously we also give people franchises of the company so as you know we're going over how they can also get a franchise so if you're ever interested you know potentially samir might be joining soon so if he joins then 
chuck a chuck a message to Samir. But if you know if he hasn't there, then just drop me a message or anybody in the organization, and we can get you started. Nice, nice. So I just, I just want to ask, like, because you, you're saying it's not about the money. You're saying you want to leave a legacy behind. Mm-hmm. So what, what is it that you want people to see you as, like, in the future? Like, let's say if you, you weren't there anymore, what, 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 what do you want to leave behind? What's that message? I think overall for me, it's just that you can achieve anything you put your mind to by the grace of God. You know, it's only God that can give you that success in life. Because even though some people feel like they've achieved success by themselves, it's because God is merciful. You know, God's made you in his image. And I feel like overall, I want to spread a message that you can do it by the grace of God. You know, and that he is the only way. He is the only way to fulfillment, to peace, to happiness in life. And I want my life to be an example as to what he can do. Because a lot of people sometimes don't believe, but I want my life to be evidence that he is real. You know, because I think the story that's all, I've gone through the journey of the highs, the lows, the very dark times, the very dark paths. There's no other way that saved me nothing so i want my life to just be evidence you know evidence that he is real and that he is truly there you know and that he truly loves mm-hmm. us but that's my story you know that that's what i want to be leaving behind you know a legacy where people say wow nathan truly impacted my life and changed my life in such a positive way but they know that if it wasn't for him believing in god it wouldn't have happened you know because then people are like it's not putting two and two together so that's what i truly want to do you know bring glory to his name but also have impact through his name so that's what i want to do with the legacy it's crusty curd man you listen to the someday podcast the best podcast in the game um also actually speaking of god in case anyone can't tell from the conversation so far nathan you obviously have a really really strong belief in god um yeah. where did that come from wow this is a topic that i can go into for a long time <laughs> but um you know with that being said, you know, in this world, money does not bring you happiness. Mm-hmm. The jewellery does not bring you happiness. The relationships will not bring you happiness. The parties will not bring you happiness. The drugs won't bring you happiness. Whatever in this world, materialistically, it won't bring you happiness. might bring you a bit of joy, but when it's gone, it's gone. And, you know, when no one's around and that's all gone and you're by yourself, you have to ask yourself, how do you really feel inside? And a lot of the time, people feel depressed. They feel unfulfilled they don't feel any peace they're always looking for something more you know you can make a certain amount but once that little amount is gone you're always going to want to make it back so it doesn't bring you happiness you're always chasing 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 and i don't know about people but i think sometimes you get to the point in life where you ask yourself the question what is my purpose why am i here is it every day to wake up and do, go to a job that i don't enjoy sometimes like is that really life so for me i was chasing something that I thought I wanted, which was the success, the fame, and I got a bit of it. But I got to the point where I lost it, and again, everything around me crumbled, and I was literally felt like I lost myself. So I went to take my own life. I went to take my own life. And I ended up in a place where I even got sectioned under the Mental Health Act, you know, literally locked up in a mental asylum, you know, locked up. And then miracles happened. Like from a very young age, I always knew there was a God, always knew, from 12 years old, because I used to be quite bad when I was younger. You know, I went through, like I said, some troublesome dark times, you know, and I used to get sent to my aunts. And every Sunday she would make me go to church with her. But I wasn't very, like, sort of a believer. I was Catholic, you know, went to a Catholic school. But I wasn't a believer like that, you know. Always used to question. And I felt the Holy Spirit just touch me one time in at a church service. Like, my whole body started shaking. And it was a beautiful sensation. And as I was praying, as I was praying, 
like silently, I was whispering and my whole body was shaking like on stage. We're all there sort of just letting the Holy Spirit letting God just, you know, minister to us and hit us. I was very young. I was like, wow, this is insane. You know, I was very shocked by it all, but I was like, wow, I can't explain this feeling. And I was praying the woman who was in front. It's like she was sort of voicing, like just really loudly praying. And as I was praying, the same words that was coming out of my mouth were coming out of her mouth at the same time. Like it was like she was the head pastor at the church so she was just praying praying and then at the same time what i was saying she was saying so that's like proof there i was like wow this doesn't make sense so at 12 i was very like believing but what happens like the prodigal son in the bible the son that takes everything and achieves everything that, that he wants from the father just like i did i achieved it all i went astray and when i hit rock bottom as you guys as i said as you guys know that's when i turned back to god and they wanted to keep me locked up for like six months put my medication, all that kind of stuff. I was so mentally broken, depressed. You know, I was so like drugged up. You could say I was like, I was just a, a wreck. I was lost. And that's when I turned to God and I said, well, not I turned to God, yeah, 100%, but I turned back to them and said, all I need is him. All I need is Jesus Christ. I said to them, and they were like, you know, what's this guy talking about? Within one week, I was out. Everybody else there, everybody else there was literally there for six months to a year. I was there for one week though I was meant to be there for six months because I said all I need is Jesus Christ as my medication that's it and when I said that I was thinking this guy is even you know more crazy but he is a miracle worker if you don't deny him he will not deny you so when I did that it just goes to show I was you know how real of a miracle worker he is through miracle signs of wonder so I was out went out and then since then life has changed completely i felt god spoke, speak to me before when i wasn't really reading the bible either i felt bible verses drop into my head you know and literally just it was a relationship you know and i've seen demonic possessions you know if people want proof that god is real you know and why i believe i've seen demonic possessions seen it with my own eyes you know when people have demons in them and their voice changes people i know have entered the holy place voices change you know i've seen miracles i've heard of miracles People I know have seen angels, for example. They have seen angels, very flat, quick, quick, maybe like a minute or max two, seen angels. People have been praying that I know. And then gold dust has fallen on their palms and their head whilst they were praying. You know, so these are signs that scientists cannot explain. They cannot explain it when God gives you a word for somebody and you say something to somebody and it's the truth. And that you've never met them before. For example, we were out evangelizing one time and a girl was speaking with us and the girl we were evangelizing with she knew her name before she even said it she said to her nice to meet you gabriel the girl goes i've never told you my name and it was god it was the holy spirit god told her her name beforehand so there's so much proof that god is real so much proof and if that if you have to use them types of miracle signs and wonders to prove that god is real then by all means but even from looking because i'm somebody who likes to look at evidence you know and even though I did have a lot of signs from God telling me that, you know, he's real and he was there for me, I like hardcore evidence. So when I looked into the actual book itself and I started to look at the evidence behind it, for example, like Noah's Ark, there's proof of fossils in high up in mountains. That shows that there must have been some kind of flood because how did they get up there? Only through water levels. Or, and these are sea creatures, for example, like jellyfishes. You know, how did a jellyfish fossil got to a high point in the mountain and how did a corrosion line of water get to the highest one of the highest mountains in the world you know there's so much evidence there's so much evidence 
behind it. So much evidence. There's so much evidence. So much evidence behind it that God is real. And when you go even look into, let's say, for example, Moses and the Israelites, there's actual Roman Roman chariots at the bottom of the Red Sea. You know, so there's so much evidence behind it, you know, so much evidence, you know, and um, even what's happening now is in the book of Revelation. So that's my belief. That's sort of partially my story. But people that are watching this, God is really real and he saved me, you know, and to you guys as well. I don't know if you guys believe, but whew, he's real. Hallelujah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. That was, that was definitely a really interesting story too, how you found um, your, your faith in God. It kind of resonates with me as well, so it's quite interesting to hear that from you. Um, did you ever have a time in your life, though, where you doubted the existence of God? I think really sometimes didn't exist. I think sometimes we can, you know, one hundred percent. You know, and God knows that. You know, but He does say that these people will not believe without miracle signs and wonders. So for me, hundred percent, I got to some time where I'm thinking, "Is God real?" You know, even when we sin, for example, when we sin, that really proves like if we believe in God or not. Because if we know the punishment or condemnation that can come from sin, then of course, of course, it's like a fact that says that we may not believe in God. You know, like if you if you're sinning, like remember, if you believe in God, you would not do the things He said not to do. You know, what I'm coming from like if you really mm. believe in God. So my point being there is sometimes, I guess, when I even believed, I would go down another road. And it just goes to show, like, if you actually believed in him, then you believe in his commandments. You believe in what he said not to do. So you wouldn't do them. So for me, I would say definitely I've, I've sort of questioned the belief, you know. But at the same time, there, as time goes on, God would love to show himself to you. So, of course, he will 100% prove his existence. But I think we've all been there. You know, we've all been there where we're like, wow, is God even here? But everything happens for a reason, you know, and I would say it sort of bring me closer with him, sometimes questioning, questioning, you know, things about him, you know, so definitely bring me closer. So, yeah, I would say sometimes I've, I've been there, but yeah. now, no, 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 never again, <laughs> never again. Maybe not younger, but never, yeah. never again, never again. I'll never yeah. question it. This is from God. Nice. Nice. All right. So for my final question, for you personally, why is religion so important well with the thing is with christianity right well i like to do even call myself i would never put myself in a group or a religion you know because oh. again it's not something where it's like you know it's a religion like for example some people may describe me as a christian but i'm just a follower of god that's it i'm a follower oh, of god okay. and i'm a follower of, a, of the truth because from the very beginning of time you know god has said what he was going to do you know he said it he said from the beginning of time what he was going to do you know so i've just followed what he said through people to people throughout that whole time. You know, I've, I've read what he said he was going to do and I've, I've seen the, you know, the proof behind it. So I'm just following what he, he said is the truth. So for me personally, it's something where it's not a religion, it's a relationship. Because a religion is when you try and impress God and you've got to pray a certain amount to him that you've got to do a certain work. You know, God doesn't, isn't interested in that. God knows your heart. So if you're doing something because you're trying to impress God, you're trying to impress a religion you're a part of, that's not really a relationship. Like, you wouldn't force, for example, you getting married to somebody. If you never loved the person, you wouldn't force it. So it's not a religion, you know, it's a relationship. So for me, um, I would say, yes, yeah, more of a relationship, to be honest with you, more of a relationship. I think, yeah, did that answer the question or was that, I think you were going yeah, to say... Yeah, I think you did, I think you did. No, I was saying, well, yeah, why yeah. is it important to be saying religion isn't the important part, it's having that relationship 
relationships oh, key definitely. yeah yeah exactly relationship because the thing is a religion is it, it, you know it's important to stay in some kind of routine if that's a religion mm. that is a routine but at the same time if it's not coming from your heart then you're always going to fall you're always going to mm. fall you know if it's not really something you love it's like for example you guys doing this podcast you know i i would imagine you guys love doing it because you wouldn't do it yeah. it's like yeah. i wouldn't do a business if i never loved the business you know yeah. so it's like you can't force something if you don't love to do it otherwise you're never going to get happiness from it so if you're not happy doing sure. it you know you have to well ask god 100 percent to say lord like i really want to be happy serving you lord you know and he'll, he'll reveal himself through his word through him from him even speaking with you from signs so um you have to be happy you know truly happy but so long as you're saved the salvation is always there salvation is always there you know but make sure you're you're happy and it comes from the heart not from what somebody told you to do you know so yeah hello my name's ben hanlin i'm a magician and tiktoker and you're listening to someday i think it's time then i'm gonna chat i think it's now time for us to try our our, our monthly game that we play with our guests um, we call this the the greatest game in the history of podcast games and, and oh, gaming yeah. in general. I Let's say we because we're the only ones that call it that. It's called this <laughs> or that. So, the game it's works cool. real simple. It will be yourself, Nathan, against Charles. Um, we'll have two topics and I'm going to read out some facts or quotes related to one of those two topics. All you've got to do is say which topic that is. Okay. So, um, the two topics this time around, of course, I've noticed that uh, you yourself from East London, Charles is from South London, so I thought we might as well have this or that with the topics South London and East London. Nathan, I also want to point out, I'm also from East London myself, so you're, you're representing East me too. East side, East side, I'm joking, I'm joking. All right, Nathan, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Charles, are you ready? I was born ready. Yeah. <laughs> he says this every time. I just want to point out he's lost most <laughs> games. Born ready. Okay, let's do it. If he wins normally, does he win? Has no one ever beaten you, Charles? Charles loses almost Nothing every like that. game. He loses almost every game. Serious. Okay, let's see. <laughs> let's see what happens today. You never know. You never know. Okay. So, this place had the very first airport to offer commercial flights. Is that East London or South London? East. Oh, sorry. I need to. I, need to, sorry, I keep forgetting to do this. Um, when I say these, when I say these quotes, you never, you never said the rules. I know. I do apologise. Uh, oh, one second. This thing's frozen. Uh, sorry, it froze for a second. Apologies. So we'll do that again. Sorry. Um, all we'll do is when I when I say the uh, the quote, if you can send me a message on WhatsApp with your answer. Mm -hmm. And then once you both send your message, uh, I will I will get you to say it out loud. Wait, so you send us a message? No, you you'll send me a message. So so what happened? It's just, it's just a, yeah, it's just to confirm your answers before you say it. Because uh, what we found is um, one of the games Charles actually won. He won it because his opponent was saying the answer first, and Charles is basically going along with what they said. Oh, I see. So, so you got to send yeah. it? Okay, cool. Send it. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm good. <laughs> You okay. mind if I send it by the Zoom? Uh, sure, that's fine. Yep. Make sure you send it just to me. Um, yep. cool. Okay, so, uh, we'll start with fact. so the first fact, this place had the first airport 
to offer commercial flights? Is that East London or South London? Okay, Nathan, what's, Nathan, what's your answer? I said East. East. And Charles, what's your answer? I said East. East. So the airport actually doesn't exist anymore. It was called Croydon Airport, which is in South London. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling it was South, you know. I had a feeling it was South. She had a feeling okay. it was South. Here comes the next one. Who is East? This place had a town, well, it still has a town, that was listed as the least peaceful place in England in 2013. Definitely East, 100%. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so maybe you say East and Charles? The South. The South, the answer is South London. Uh, I've forgotten what town it was. <laughs> but take your pick. Really? Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. So this place was inspired. Sorry, no. This place inspired one of the most popular TV shows in the UK. Is that South London know. or East London? Definitely. We all know it. We all know this one. Okay. Nathan, what's Just your answer? The theme. East London. Go see and the theme tune. <laughs> East. Charles, East London. Yeah. Your answer is East London. Of course, it was the, the East Enders. That's it's currently 2-1 to Charles. This is the first time, by the way, Charles has ever taken the lead at the start of the game. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, I've taken the lead a few times. <laughs> Still lost. Okay. This place has more hills. Is that South London or East London? No, no, it has to be. Okay. Nathan, what's your answer? East. You're allowed to pick South London as well sometimes, yeah? <laughs> I know, I know. You know what? Because I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking about the rounds. I'm thinking, it must be East. It must be East. I've never I really said, been South like that. I said South. Charles said South. The answer is actually South London. What? Yeah. They have more hills. There's a bunch of hills. They have, they actually, there's, a, there's a lot of towns in South London that have a hill at the end of their name. That is crazy. No, I'm thinking it's East because... In like, for example, Wolfenstone, there's loads of, there's loads yeah. of hills. Like, yeah. It's very hilly, well, to a certain extent. In Chingford, there's a lot of hills as well, but that's yeah. mad. That's crazy. Okay, cool. Okay. Now, this fact, when I heard this, uh, it blew my mind. So, uh, this place has over 1,000 bodies buried underneath a train station. I think I know the one that is. Is that South London or East London? Like this was a full match. No, no, no. Actually, I changed my answer. I think no, I've heard of this one. My mum works for the actual train, uh, the train station as well. I think I know the one. She works near it. Okay, Nathan, what's your answer? South. South and Charles. I said South. South. The answer is actually East London. What? Um, oh, where? What? What station were you thinking, Nathan? Walthamstow. Oh, no, it's, it's actually Allgate. Allgate. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. No, because basically near, um, there's somewhere called Walthamstow Village, and then underneath, 
the churchyard that's opposite the village, there's actually like a plague pit, a plague pit underneath there. So where yeah, that's the same rule gate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was the yeah. gate. Plague pit, yeah, it's a plague pit, yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, the score is currently 3-1 to Charles. He has never had a lead this big so far. He's, he's, you can tell he's really happy right now. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to make it back <laughs> off this one. So this place is the most... No, this place is has the most popular film locations in London. Hmm. Where could he? Okay. Uh, Nathan, what's your answer? East. East. And Charles, what's your answer? I said south. South. The answer Don't is... Location. The answer is East London. Oop, three, two. Okay, I think I can come two. back. Can you come actually back. can. There are two more facts left. If you get these two, you can potentially win. Okay. This place has a Jurassic-themed mini-golf course. Is that South London East. or East London? Oh, is really? No, I, I know. I know. Ah, uh, I messed up. I messed up. I messed up. I had no idea. <laughs> I messed up. <laughs> I messed up. I messed up. David, what's your answer? East. And Charles? East. Oh, what a surprise. Uh, the, answer, <laughs> <laughs> the answer is actually South London. Oh, no, there's, a, there's, a, there's a drastic mini golf course here as well. Is there really? There is. There is <laughs> on the North Circle. No, not, not North Circle. I think it's... Is it an A road they call it? Yeah, it's literally got one there near Chingford. There's one. There's one. Oh, okay, okay. Let me look at that one. All right. Final one. Mm-hmm. This is another fact. That this, this one blew my mind as well. <laughs> cool. We'll take double, double points. points. So if you get it right, you get two points. Okay. So this place used to have an animal market where they sold snakes, monkeys, and lions. East London oh. or South London? Have you seen any monkeys in South London? I've, I've, a while back, I saw a snake, like around someone's shoulder. You baited it. You baited it. I was going to say that place as well. I was going to say that place as well because I've heard some stuff about a certain market in that area. <laughs> Okay, Charles, what is your answer? As in South. And Nathan, what's your answer? South. South. The answer is East London. Um, what? This market was on Brick Lane. Oh, no way. Yeah, I think it was It was shut down because it was illegal. It was shut down in like the 50s, I think. That's crazy. I thought it was like, I thought it was South. I thought it was Peckham. Uh, Peckham. Didn't say Peknam. That's the like slang version. Peknam, I've always Peknam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was East. Uh, so, with that being said, the score that I've got down is 3 2 to Charles. Well done, Charles. It's a big victory for you. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> this is a well big done. moment for him. Well they don't have no offer. It's a big moment. Well done. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> well, Nathan, thank you so much um, for joining us and, and getting involved well, in that you, game. Guys. Thank you. We really appreciate it. I think I feel like a lot of what you said will resonate with so many of our listeners. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it was really, really good having you on. It definitely no, resonated with me. I, I really appreciate it. So. It's been a pleasure. No, thank you guys. Seriously, I really appreciated the time. I loved the whole questions as well. You know, it, it was really authentic and I appreciate it. I think you guys are going to do amazing things with this podcast as well. Just keep pushing. You. You know, because I feel Excellent. like this will be appreciate seen, that. listened to, watched by millions of people soon, your podcast. It will be listened to by millions. So I'm pretty sure, you know, you're going to do great things. You know, I'm looking forward to saying I was there appreciate at the beginning. You know, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> but you guys are going to know that it's going to, it's going to be amazing, you know. No, I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate it. And I, and I also want to say to you to like, just like keep inspiring people to, to like, to like, build their own business because that's like that's something that you really do and maybe you don't realize that you do it but like you you always are inspiring people to like work for on their own like i just just wanted to thank you bro now truly thank you charles for that truly i appreciate it truly you know that was a word of encouragement that's made me realize that you know it's not just me who can think about it but others also think about it you know that i can do it so i appreciate it truly truly Mm. thank you and right. you guys as well, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. Whew, yeah, you know, like shows, TV show, TV show. <laughs> you know, it's going to be lit. So uh, if people want to follow you on social media, uh, how can they mm-hmm. follow you? So literally, my social media is Baptiste, And that's my main on LinkedIn. Just type in Nathan John Baptiste, Or if you just search in on any social media, mm-hmm. Nathan John hyphen baptist just search in nathan john baptist and you're better cool. find it or we'll search on the internet and you know you'll find me you know and uh your, your business legion excel does that have a social media page yeah as well legion excel literally search it in online legion excel and it will be there fantastic all right that's the end of our episode don't hesitate to get in contact if you get in contact then Absolutely. you know we will answer and we will show you the company in a presentation we're all going to have a zoom meeting and we'll show you everything in depth as well. So, yeah, don't hesitate to reach out to me or the company at all. Thank you so much again. Uh, and, yeah, I hope anyone listening has really appreciated that conversation as much as I did. I know I learned a lot from that. Uh, and we'll see you guys next time. My name is Nathan John-Baptiste, and you're listening to Someday. That's it for this episode of Someday. Thanks for listening. And thank you if you listened this far into the episode. In fact, if you have... DM us on Instagram at the Alpha Apps with the hashtag SomedayWolf. And we'll have a special surprise in store for you. This inspirational quote comes from Warren Buffett. He said, if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Someday Podcast. We hope you have a great day.